Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. I don't know if... You don't know. I said I don't know. Well, you don't know. Yeah, I said that. That's why I said you don't know. (laughs) Oh, thanks for confirming. Confirming that you don't know. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Yoko Swifto. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Why didn't you call the show yesterday? (laughs) And then you hung up. They screwed it up. It was supposed to be, I said, can I talk? Hey, this is uh, Lance. Let me talk to Sean. And the intern put Lance up there, and y'all saw it and came on. It's supposed to be secret. What was going to happen was I was going to patch into the show through my, through the little, uh, you know, the little app that we have. Yeah. I was just going to have him just turn me on, and I was just going to go real quietly. <laughs> and y'all wouldn't have known, like, what the hell was that? Yeah. And I was going to talk on the show and, like, be part of the show without you guys figuring out, like, what the hell's going on? Y'all would have never guessed. Y'all no, never no we would have known. We yeah, yeah that would have been wonderful. Yeah, that would have been great radio. Yeah. Uh, so no, no. so sorry the interns yeah. screwed that up. Yeah, yeah. it was going to no, be a actually great Actually saved the show. Thankfully. We have a new segment now. What is it? Sean's going to bring in all of um, Paul's sound at 930, and we're going to play sh- uh, Paul's whole, sh- whole show before he comes on. <laughs> he did that yesterday. I-, I didn't like it, but Sean was like, sure. Let's do it. Sean was like, and, and and he tells like, you're his producer. You know what? Paul, Paul tries, okay? Yeah. Don't screw no, it up for somebody who tries. No, but when he does his, like, his southern lawyer accent, we got to play that on our show as a preview or just to make fun of it. Well, oh, he's already recorded stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So he, he is really crazy. trying. Yeah, he really, yes, he comes in and actually records stuff like that. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ruin his bits. No, we you want to try to play it first? <laughs> yeah, we'll play him all, all this stuff first. What a bad teammate. <laughs> Great teammate. What a It's a preview guy. for his show. Okay? Oh, that's true. That is, is true. Yeah. Not playing at all. Well, though. that's what you sold it as at first. But when we closed out the show, well, you don't really have to listen to Paul's show. We just played all the stuff. <laughs> oh, that's not what he just sold me as. <laughs> I know. It's a preview turned into you don't have to listen. You, don't listen. you, you heard it all already. Wow. Bad person. Dave wants he's got a draft question for Lance. Hey Dave. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh L Z, uh well, John, you can ask uh answer this question as well. Uh you got the number one overall pick. Who are you picking? Meg the Stallion or Nicki Minaj? I'll hang up a listen. Stallion. 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 Easy. That's the Yeah. I know. They got now they got they got beef, right? They got beef, and I think tomorrow, I think they have both put out diss tracks, so I'm going to have each Wait of you read I one of the... Nick, does Nikki still have, or Nikki's fans have beef with Cardi's fans? Yes, but the most recent hip-hop... What happened lately while just, I was they, in Mobile? They have an issue with each other. It started yeah. before you went to Mobile, so you guys are going to read the lyrics from each of their diss tracks. Does it have to do with Butts or Tory Lanez? Uh, maybe. We'll find okay. out tomorrow. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see tomorrow. And we'll so see. we will read the lyrics. I just know that that's real, what's going on with Megan. What's she doing? Everything is Everything That's is, real. That's real. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's legit. No, no, no. Meg, Megan is saying it. That's, it's easy. Come yeah, on. that's an easy first. That's an easy first. You for me. The, you picked the local girl. 
Okay. Well, I just picked the right pick. Well, she's local, too. Yeah, ah, I didn't even know that. Projects well, I'm just well, telling you. Local, okay. projects well, talented, yeah, yeah, this, right. the whole thing. She right. checks a lot of boxes. Yeah, she's, yeah. She would have she would have slid into your DMs like Tank set did with the Texans and, and go, What about what Shannon me. Sharp wants to do? I'm not repeating nope. what he says. Uh, let's get Bobby in here. Hey, Bobby. Yes, who's back? No, no, no. Bobby's back, Bobby's back, Bobby's back. You're welcome. Happy Bobby Slow. Glory be to Houston. Glory be to Houston. The greatness that is Bobby Slowick <laughs> is back in the house. You're welcome, Houston. Rejoice. Bobby. Okay. Not Bobby Slowick. Bobby Slowick, do you like was there I noticed a lot of people, a lot of fans were blaming you somehow for the playoff loss. They thought you had a terrible game and that you were the one. Did you think some people thought that killed off your uh, head coaching chance? Is that what happened? Did they just get killed off? Oh, oh, I'm sorry that I can't. I'm sorry. I coach plays. I call offensive plays. I don't call. Hey, let's not jump offside 16 times and a half with these suckers who can't hear over the crowd noise that I had pumped into the game. Come on, I'm sure. Give me a good question. How come you didn't get a head coaching job? You're so good. I, mean, I don't. I don't get it. Uh, I'll tell you why. I walked into Carolina. I said, Tepper, Tepper, you want to know what's Tepa. wrong with this organization? I hung up the phone and I sent him an Amazon package the next day. It was the cheapest mirror I could find. I said, you sucker. <laughs> you <laughs> cocky, said, cocky you Bobby Sloak. Cocky Bobby Sloak is so, he is so disrespectful. You sent a cheap mirror to the owner and said, this is why you sucker. You said sucker to an owner? That's right. Uh, right. Uh-oh. He needs to hear from somebody. He's got a bunch of yes man sitting around him. Pretty high. Some, some sucker from Tampa. Can't even draw up a play on a, on a peewee football team. And he's trying to coach in the NFL. It's laughable. <laughs> uh, so you got some more money this offseason, too. Cal, nice. said, Cal said, hey, I'm going to pay me They recognize your value. Yeah, recognize. You know where that money's going, boys? Where, where? that money's going? It's going to my bank. But I'm going to be in the lab. I'm going to be drawing up new plays, new schemes, new zone-blocking schemes that are going to blow your mind. They're going to change the game. They're going to make everything different. The world is not going to be the same now that Bobby Slovis back in Houston. That money's going away, but they don't change me. I it keeps me the same. Skis. I'm staying humble and great. <laughs> humble good. and great. Cocky Bobby Slowick is going to He doesn't gonna sound like Bobby Slowick. He sounds different when that's he's That's why cocky. this is cocky Bobby yeah, Slowick. He right. sounds like more of something. Sucker. He must sounds like something to be on Righteous Gemstones. Isn't it? What's, uh, the, right. what's the guy's name? Uh, Thanks for calling. Uh, uh, we're, yeah, glad, yeah. we're really glad to have you back. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on the new money. And, and get back in that lab. Like you say, he's getting back in the lab for right. some zone blocking schemes and humble but and, great yep. humble but humble great. but great well, yep. he's gonna stay that way thank cocky you bobby. Bobby i'm out goodbye goodbye bobby slug that's cocky bobby slug what's his name on righteous gemstone baby billy yeah baby billy that's what he sounds like baby billy uh, the one who says you're a toilet baby oh is that the one that's, yeah that's baby that's billy, billy. that's baby billy He's got that. He's got Ric Flair. Like, there's definitely a mid set. There's definitely a, a TNN uh, old dust, school. Is there some Dusty Rhodes in there? Dusty, there's definitely yeah. some Dusty Rhodes in there. The American Dream, Bobby Slowick. He just doesn't have a little bit of a lisp. Have y'all ever seen the Dusty Rhodes basketball highlights? He played in some basketball charity game and 
Dusty Rhodes had a step back three. No. Dusty Rhodes could play. just this fat guy on on like ballerina feet. Oh, just great movement. Oh, you got to see it. It's it's insane. But that's definitely Baby Billy meets Dusty Rhodes. That's who Cocky Bobby Dusty is. Dusty Rhodes basketball is the third thing that comes up. It's it's. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You can tell this guy used to be able to play. Oh, my goodness. He got a jumper, bro. Yes. He got a jumper. All right, let's get Derek in You here. want some of that? Step back. Three, baby. Dusty Rhodes with a Euro step. Jared, what's going on? Or, excuse me, Derek, what's going on? Hey, how you guys doing this morning? Good, how are you? All right, all right. Hey, I just want to ask you guys a quick question. I'm, I'm from the old school guard a little bit. I wanted to ask a question about Nick uh, um, first and then about our GM and then about Joe Gibbs. But the one about Nick, Lance, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to ask him or not, or what, I want to see what you guys thought about this, is that when he left the Patriots, was he that important to them? Because it seems like that's when their talent level and picking in the, later in the draft started suffering. And then it just seems like when he left and he came here, the fortunes changed for us, not just this year. You could see some players, you know, with Jalen Petrie his first year, looking good and all that. I just think that Nick was that important to the Patriots. And then the Joe, Joe Gibbs question is, why don't we hear about history? I mean, I came from, you know, that old school of knowing what he did, winning with three different quarterbacks. I just – what happened? Is that tree the the, the, the Shanahan tree or the, what is it? Who is Joe Gibbs? And is any of his coaches still around? And I hang up and listen. I don't know. You know, it is weird. Joe Gibbs had tremendous success. And you don't really hear about Joe Gibbs that much anymore. Like, there's a respect out there for him. But he doesn't live he on. He won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. I know. That and there's some easy. guys who weren't great quarterbacks. No. Mark Rippon? Yeah. I mean. Well, Theismann, Rippon. Yeah. Now, maybe it's a, who's the third? Jay Schrader? No, Doug Williams, right? Doug Williams. Yeah. Doug Williams. Um, but none of, I mean, I guess Doug Williams might be in the Hall of Fame, but Theismann's not a Hall of Famer, is he? I don't no. think Doug Williams is in the Hall of Fame. May not be. May not be. I don't know. But I know this much. Uh, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, he doesn't get talked about that much. And he did have a coaching tree. I don't know who's left. I don't. I got to go look at the prongs of the tree to see if Shanahan ever worked under oh, maybe he Joe Gibbs. Uh, um, well, oh, college football Hall of Fame. He's yeah. not in the pro football. I got to go look. That's interesting about uh, Joe Gibbs because Joe Gibbs, you know, and Joe Gibbs is still active in racing. He got into racing and that's that. Like he just and he kicked ass in that too. Yeah, he kicked ass in that too. Oh, that's what he does. As far as Nick Casario. They're they're picking. To be honest with you, Nick was there when it was all going downhill. Nick was right well, in the middle here's of all the that. Deal. Too. I don't think you can blame or credit Nick Casario for anything because Bill Belichick made all the decisions. Well, this is the problem: is he may have Nick had been with them for about twenty years. When Nick left, he may not have had anybody that he truly trusted, and it may have been Bill alone. Do you know that teams in the NFL don't think Bill Belichick's coming back to coach? Well, how, and who, I said I thought that him? I said I thought that I thought that Bill would end up at Atlanta. And one of the guys with very close knowledge of Atlanta said, "Yeah, the owner wants something that's more of uh, that. It's more open. The decision making is open. There's more voices yeah. that are heard. And and Bill Belichick is the exact opposite of that. Yep. Exact opposite of that. He also told me that the that the uh, what's his name, Rich McKay." being demoted from football stuff that that was a little bit overrated. He really wasn't involved in a ton of football stuff, but this guy's, this guy's comments to me were that, and he's a former GM. He said, Bill Belichick only knows one way. Yep. 
Yeah, he, I don't think he, he can goes, play. I don't think he can't play nice. He with said, others. "Lance, he's seventy-two years old. Like, no. how long is he going? Who's going to want to give him control of everything?" Right. He goes. And by the way, he goes. He nobody control, cares about them. Him winning the record. No. He goes. No one cares about him winning the record. They just care about winning. They got to try to win. All right. We got to break it. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Got a full board. As soon as somebody gets off, you can get in. But we're taking all your calls. On the other side, John Daspit. T takes calls too. Yeah, John Daspit takes a lot of calls. Uh, Give them a call at 713. Uh, oh, I was about to give our number out. 713 call now. So personal injury lawyer, that's what John Daspa does. He used to work at Fulbright Jaworski. For those of you who know anything about the legal world, incredibly highly regarded legal firm. He went to law school at University of Houston, got two degrees at University of Texas. Um, he is proud graduate of both locations, and he went to work at Fulbright, was very successful at Fulbright, and decided he wanted to start his own company, and that's what he did. And He actually brought over some lawyers with him from Fulbright Jaworski who are still with him today, and they're, they're high up on the food chain. But uh, what they do is they have a team of, of talented lawyers, and they really fight for you. They, they listen to people who have had injuries, and they take a look at the situation, and they will fight for you to make sure that when you, when you have to – uh, pay for all these medical bills, and you can't. You're, you're hurt so bad that you can't go to work. How are you going to pay those bills off? And who's going to take care of those bills? Your time off from work, physical therapy, surgery. You know, and I haven't even gotten to your pain and suffering. John Daspa will the Daspa Law Firm. They will fight for all of those areas, and they're extremely good at it too. They understand what your, you know, what your, how you're supposed to be compensated for all those things that were never your fault, and they fight for you to get the maximum of what you have coming to you depending on your injury and, and, and what the issues are with your bills. They're so good at making sure that you are the one that they're taking care of, not the other, not the insurance company. They're fighting for you to make sure that you don't come out of pocket for anything ever. It's the Daspit Law Firm. 713, call now or go to DaspitLaw.com. ESPN 975.com. Time to wake up. Hey, you, are finally awake. You were trying to cross the border, right? From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. That's not true. That is not true. We got That's new callers. Yep, let's get Gilbert Cocky in Bobby here. Bobby Slowick. Yeah, We've let's got, get Gilbert in here. No, not oh, that. no. Tom, cocky Brandon, Bobby Wood. Is, well, and, but the real Bobby Slowick is very, he's not cocky no, at all. He's not at all. He's it's, humble. But the, the real Bobby Slowick is not that some doesn't kind take of cocky. I don't understand ever. why cocky Bobby Slowick calls our show <laughs> and tells the owner that he has to hold up a mirror to his face. Um, yeah. That he orders, orders for Sucka. Dave Tupper. Sucker. No idea no. that Bo- cocky Bobby Slowick is from the deep south. No. Let's get uh, Wood in here. Hey, Wood. What's going on, fellas? How you doing? So I was curious, man. I'm doing well. Thank you. So I was curious if uh, Chicago could be potentially faced with a situation like Carolina was last year and kind of be forced to take Caleb Williams instead of sitting pretty like the Texans did and being able to take the right quarterback. Um you know, I'm just, I'm just curious what you guys. Well, hold on, hold on. I want to get what you mean here. Do you mean like they feel like they've got a? They got no choice. They've got no choice. But yeah, like. like but who do you think no the quarterback they would like? Take him. Yeah, but who do you think yeah, they would like better? Maybe taking it. Man, that's the thing. I mean, maybe you don't want somebody that kind of fits the same mold as as Justin Fields, but yeah. Caleb Williams is kind of that. But 
you know, it's always potentially a gem in the draft, but, you know, it seems like kind of Caleb Williams is already the, the pick that's kind of being made for them. I think so. I think so, too. But you actually do want – do you want Justin Fields? No. But do you want Pat Mahomes? Yes. And so you do like guys to extend and, and move around. Justin just has never become a good pocket passer. Caleb Williams comes in as a better pocket passer. I'm just going to tell you the truth. On tape, Jaden Jaden uh, Daniels was better on tape this year. But I brought this up to multiple people, and I mean, I'm going to tell you what. NFL teams have made their mind up on 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 Caleb Williams, and they don't seem bothered by the things. I, I got re- really bothered by how he didn't stay on schedule at all. I played a ton of hero ball, took all the plays off schedule, and I was told by one guy, Go back to Oklahoma. First of all, I thought, oh, my God, i got to go back three years. He said, go back to Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley, same offense, and go look at him when he didn't feel like he had to do everything. And he goes, and yes, maybe he developed some bad habits. Success brought some bad habits. He goes, but the bad offensive line he had this year brought a lot of bad habits. And this is a team that's not even going to draft quarterback. And so I do think – What about I, the flashes? Well, flashes are really good. Yeah. Just like Pat Mahomes. I was down on Pat Mahomes, like throws off platform – makes bad decisions, he's he's going to become a generational talent. This yeah. is what a generational talent looks like, Pat Mahomes. And so... Well, not with his shirt off. The comp is... Uh, did you see that? No. Oh, oh, Pat's not a body guy. No, no. no. Well, did, you saw quarterbacks, how hard he works for him to have oh, that yeah. body. He's got a dad bod, actually. Yeah. they they're, He's a dad. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I no. Get, you, I, that, that doesn't surprise me, though. It doesn't? That doesn't surprise me, no. I mean, this is bad. I kind of like my Mac the, Jones or the two greatest quarterbacks. Well, I shouldn't say the two for sure, but two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time are going to end up being Dad Bod Brady and Dad. But not Brady worked on his body to get better, but it's still Dad Bod Brady and Dad Bod Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, maybe you don't want guys who are ripped. I, I can tell you who looked great with the, the shirt off is Will Levis and or, or with the short sleeves, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. Well, let's see how those guys do. C.J. Stroud's not a great body guy either, by the way. Uh, no. Uh, when you stand next to him, when you stand next to him, I was next to him with Kamala, I'm like, well, Anthony Richardson and Levis made everybody look bad. You didn't stand next to those two guys. Bryce looked like a skater. I mean, legitimately, he had his hoodie on. He had like a backpack like, oh, my God. And this is when I'm watching him. And he's my number one. Like, he's my number one. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was your. Was he was my number one quarterback? I don't know if he was my number one player in the draft. No, Jalen Carter was, and I'm like, oh my god, Jalen does look like ah, he looks like a skater, but still, who brush? Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, uh, and the other guys look like big quarterbacks, and then the skater punk is out there not throwing to anybody because you know why? Because he, it would have hurt him to throw out there next to those guys, Richardson, Levis, and Stroud, and then you got Bryce. Yeah. And Bryce throws okay. Hey, Kyler Murray actually throws better uh, than Bryce. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get uh, Tom in here. Hey, Tom. I, by the way, Bears, to me, they are going to get locked in on Caleb. They're done. I don't think That's they can. Done. They got to move on and get a rookie contract. They're done. That's done. They gotta, they're going to take him. There's no question. What up, Tom? Morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. I was wondering if you guys could break down the draft prospect from Texas State linebacker Brian Holloway coming off the MVP of the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Uh, First Responder Bowl. Uh, yeah, who was the MVP in that one? Uh, the linebacker from Carol Texas Templeton? State. He said. 
he's lying. He's trying to trick me. No, he was. No, it's a real player. What's his name? Brian Holloway. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll probably get to him in April when well, I'm doing my final. Know, if he was the MVP of the, the first responder bowl. Do you think Tom, knowing what you know about Tom, do you think Tom deals in the world of MILFs? Yeah. Tom deals well, in the world sure of that? salacious well, after-party activities. Tom where sounds like he's are, a Texas State guy yeah. that learned his trade you know what about Tom what does? the MILFs what do you know at t- Texas State where there's well, a true. lot of hotties. That's true. But do you think Tom also, Tom is the guy that I go to with, and then at the end of this party, there were these two girls who yeah. were like, one of them was a divorce lady who I knew, and the other mm. one was a coworker. That's what I go to Tom for. Right. I don't go to him for like, what about a well, Texas State linebacker? Like, what about that lady with the ankle bracelet? Well, yeah. In the toe ring. What about her? <laughs> tramp stamp. What about yeah. that? What about that tramp stamp? What about the one who tried to have it, tried to have it removed after she got married? Gentlemen, I ran into a never run into a mom. We never hear from him until it's what did you learn? Yeah, what did you learn? This, oh, he, what he, did you learn this week? Well, he had basically never, one sentence here. Never, <clears throat> never get involved with a woman who has tried to have a tramp stab taken off uh, through electric, you know, through tattoo removal process. Like I don't know what that means, but, but I don't right, want I don't want that either because it's I don't know about that site. Let's get Brandon in here. Hey, Brandon, what's going on? Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, Lance, what's uh, what's the legitimacy in um, my Wolverines actually breaking that draft record for most players drafted from one team this year? I know Harbaugh was talking about it, but what do you think? Oh, man. And, uh, L- LSU's got the record or Georgia? It was Alabama the following year, wasn't it? I think it was Georgia the following year. Oh, I thought it was Georgia. Georgia. Well, Alabama, it was LSU. 19 was LSU, and I think 22 was Georgia. Well, I thought 20 was Alabama. Kobe Dean, Quay Walker. Yeah. No, Alabama. Yeah, I don't know if Alabama Alabama beat. Okay, well, Georgia holds the record now. I can't imagine, like. Who? Who's going to beat him? I don't know that anyone can. Georgia had punter drafted. Like, they had every. Here's Michigan. Michigan could have. One wide receiver, one running back, one quarterback. Henderson's probably not getting drafted. I watched him at Senior Bowl. Keegan will get drafted. Uh, one of your, one of your guards. I'm trying. Zach Zinter will get drafted. That's five. You could have two edge guys drafted. Seven. Uh, ooh, maybe two linebackers. We're up to nine. A cornerback. Oh, it was no. eight, 18 Alabama. So it goes Georgia 2022. Yeah. Ohio State 2004. LSU 2020. Alabama 2018. How many did Georgia end up with? Georgia ended up with 15, which yeah. is one more than Ohio State and LSU. Yeah, you're not Oh, you're tight. Oh, you're tight in could also get there. But no. <sighs> you're not uh you're not going to get to 15. That's interesting. Though. I got to look through this. I hadn't really thought about it. Is Santa there anybody that's going to have 15? Yeah, but they actually have some. Who? Michigan's got a high number. Like they've got, they've got a lot more than you probably think. Well, with yeah, with the two running is is Donovan Edwards coming back? No, yeah, he's coming back. He's coming back. So you know, you, you're not going to have that. That's the tricky thing. Is like Michigan or Georgia had like two tight ends get drafted that year. You know, things that don't well, usually they would have happen. Two running backs. That's but I'm for looking sure at Michigan right now, so I've already got. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve prospects with draftable for sure, and there's a couple other to look for. So no, I don't think you're going to get there. But 
You're going to be you'll, you'll, you couldn't but, land in fifth or sixth place all time. How many did uh, twelve Alabama is, have? Uh, Bama had, and Ohio State had twelve, and they're four and five. Ooh, they may be able to get that. They huh? might be able to get that. Uh, eight thirty one ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five seven three seven eight zero. Man, Harbaugh three. did a good Can job. You, wait, have you inc- thought about the Jim Harbaugh implications of this? Maybe he picks a couple of his own guys late. late. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll wait. Yep, yep, yep. Butch Davis did that to my dad. My dad, his first year with Butch Davis. Butch Davis goes. My dad wanted this kid named Eric Heitman, who ended up being longtime starter for the Forty Niners from here. From here, from and my Katie. dad wanted him in the last round and. And they were going to give it to him. And then he goes, hey, uh, Larry, Butch wants to know if, if you would mind if we just drafted Joaquin Gonzalez. He's a tackle from Miami to break the record for most players, you know, drafted and whatever is in 2001. Can he just draft Joaquin Gonzalez? My dad, this is my first, my dad's first year in the NFL. He goes, and my dad had looked at me, didn't like it that much. He goes, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> like, Year two, my dad's starting Joaquin Gonzalez due to injuries and getting his and this guy's getting his ass kicked all over the field. They lose a game. Joaquin gave up three sacks. Forever for San Francisco. I know, and he goes, "I learned my lesson. Don't ever just yeah. give in because the guy you draft, you may have to yeah, coach, yeah, yeah. And, and your and how you are as a coach is going to be tied to how yeah, he plays. And how what you have as a car is going to be tied to John Clay Wolf." Okay, because John Clay Wolf will give you all that money for your vehicle. John Clay Wolf does this every single day. John Clay Wolf is awesome at it. John Clay Wolf has been doing it forever. John Clay Wolf is one of the biggest in the world. It's GiveMeTheVin.com. When you're going to sell your vehicle, I don't care what it is. I mean, he's not really high on EVs, but see what he'll give you. You don't know. You don't know what he's going to give you. Nobody knows what they're going to give you. What I do know is that he's going to pay you more. What I do know is that John Clay Wolf has been doing it forever. John Clay Wolf says, if I can't beat, if I cannot beat CarMax, I'm going to send you $100. And you know what he never does? Sends you $100. You're looking for the best way to sell that vehicle. doesn't matter what it is. But, well, it's got to be pretty nice. It, it, it can't be a beater, you know, a $1,000 car. He just ain't doing that because he can't sell that at auction. What he does is he turns it around, he sells it at auction, but he sells it for less because he pays more for it. So John Clay Wolf ain't worried about that profit. John Clay Wolf is worried about getting all those vehicles in. And he gets a bunch in because he gives more at GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 97.5, because every day is Children's Day. It was a baby. She smothered her own baby. The recipe is simple. Take one part John because you know what you're going to get. And add like 50 parts Lance because you never know what you're going to get. Spike the spice with some Del Olaleya and damn, it tastes like the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Jonathan Brooks. You want to be, you don't want to tell the truth about that. Jonathan Brooks would be nice. What round is Jonathan Brooks going on? Probably two, I think. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think that. late two. Uh... ACL tear, but it should be clean and ready to go. He's so good, though. He's really talented. Really talented. Really talented. So, yeah, I think he'll be a late. I think he'll be a late second, mid to late second. Yeah. He's talented. He's a good player. Can catch the ball too. Yeah. Um, it would be nice, but running back. I mean, I almost rather would you just spend a little money on motor and then go add another rookie running back later in the draft, and you know, go from there. Pass rush. There's a growing sentiment that Jonathan Grenard is going to be gone. There are 
teams around the league that I think are going to target him. He has had injuries multiple years. He's missed time. Missed time this year with injuries as well. Um, the amount of money you're going to have to pay him. Uh, you got to remember that anybody you pay is going to be, before you know it, C.J. Stroud's contract's going to be up, and he's going to be getting paid $60 million a year. So I think that um, I think he walks. I think he wants top value, as he should, and I think the Texans move on from him and go try to find a pass rusher in the draft. That's what I think ends up happening. Yeah. That's uh, well. Defensive line is a high priority. D'Amico said it, and it's in his parting uh, press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have got to beef up that defense. I think line. inside linebacker is too. I don't think Denzel Perryman's good enough for who you want to be now. Yeah. He was for last year. Who you want to be now? I think you know. For me, Cashman and I love Cashman and and Christian Harris on the field. And you got to pay Cashman, by the way. Yeah. Which I think I don't think I think you'll be able He's not to gonna break the bank. But no, no, no. no. But he should have played himself into some money this year. Yeah, and, and listen, he'd be he'd be dumb to leave this with D'Amico and this scheme because no, he this is good for him. He was great. Uh, who's next up? It is Chris. Chris, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Love the show. Welcome back, Lance. Hey, a quick question. I was watching um, NFL Network yesterday, and they had Daniel Jeremiah. I don't know, it was three guys in the booth, um, and uh, Jerome Solomon, I think, and they were talking about Devondre Sweat being the 49th-ranked prospect. I just felt like he was higher than that. My question is, um, even though he may be ranked 48th or 49th, if he's somebody that D'Amico's looking for as far as, like, clogging up the middle, he can really free up his linebackers to kind of, you know, be the Ray Lewis's. How does that factor into a coach's, like, draft board? They may say he's not going to be there in the second round, but so we have to take him in the first. I just wanted to hear... Your thoughts? Do you think that's too low of a rank, and then how that factors in their coach's thought process? No, I got him ranked a lot higher. On tape, he's a lot better than the 49th player. I think DJ's factoring in the weight being an issue for him now. If you missed it, um, NFL people talked about going into Texas and 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 Tavondre Sweat's uh, weight being in the 370s that he played, and then there's talk about in training his weight's been close to 390. If that's if that rumor is true, and even in the three seventies, man, that is a huge concern for teams because he's not. Even though he's got a good bull rush, he's not going to play. He's going to play limited downs. So if you get a guy who plays limited downs, you don't play him on pass rush downs. So now he's playing limited downs. You're worried about weight with him, and is he going to keep his weight under control? Eh, it scares teams. That's why I don't think he goes in the first round. However, if you get a space eater. John, you and I, maybe Chris, you're old enough to remember when it was Tony Saragusa and Sam Adams in the mm-hmm. middle for Ray Lewis. They wouldn't let anyone climb up on Ray Lewis. Ray was running and hitting everything. There's a huge advantage to having a big, strong guy. If he's a natural 340 and looks good, you know, and he's carrying the weight well and all that stuff, then Tavondre Sweat would have tremendous value for particular teams. For teams who are good and want to get even better defensively, man, that is. It's kind of a, it's kind of a niche pick. As you say, well, we're not even, we're just drafting a guy to stop the run, and he's not even going to play all three downs. Yeah, but you know what he does? Your linebackers are cut free. Like if you know you can't run between the guards very effectively, that that adds tremendous value to a team, especially a good team, you know, who wants to get to a great level. So, um, I don't think he goes in the first. I think the weight's going to sink him. I do think he goes in the second, though. But for me, the value he can have, I think the value in my scouting report that I wrote up, like the value he offers is specific to teams that want to clog the drain 
as run stoppers and then become a really good team. Like once you can't run, we've got pass rushers. You know, you want to build a one good drain, drain clogger in the middle, and then you get pass rushers who know you have to throw the football, and now you got problems. And now your cornerbacks, their lives are so much easier. But Sweat, no matter how talented he is, if teams don't think he's got the discipline to stay committed to what he has to it's risky. to stay in the league, it's, it is very risky. 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 A, a guy who can't control his weight, a guy who... He didn't weigh wins. in at the senior bowl. I've never seen that before. Really? He wouldn't weigh in. I don't know. I don't know if he wouldn't or what, but his weight, his height, weight, length, and all that stuff was not measured there. Everyone else gets weighed, height, weight, arm length, hands, sweat, completely empty. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Is it because the scale couldn't handle it? Mate. What, the, what are we, who are we, take sh- what are we shaming station. now? I'm, I, <laughs> take a- <laughs> There's got to be one. It's in Mobile. Take him to a way station. Uh, you co-sign this, Dale? Of course you do. I mean, I started it. <laughs> I mean, I kind of led him there. Keith wants to talk about the NFL draft. Hey, Keith. Hey, guys. Love the show. Welcome back, Lance. Um, I'm a big Blake Corum guy. Uh, you know, obviously a, being a Ravens fan, but obviously Devin Singletary is potentially going to walk from the Texans. Does Blake Corum to the Texans make any sense? And second question, do you think uh, Siobhan Cordero, former Hawaii and San Jose State QB, gets drafted? Thanks, guys. No on the second one, if that's even a real person. No one knows. No one knows. Not even me. Probably not even John Harris or Greg Cosell or Dane Brugler. Uh, But the other thing is – Blake Corum is just, to me, he's just okay. A ton of his touchdowns, were, he plays real hard, fights hard. Eh, got some Damian Pierce to him, you know, runs hard. He's, he's a nice player. I don't know that he's a huge difference maker. 17 of his touchdowns were, were from three yards or less. Like, he got a lot of, he's good around the goal line, but he didn't have a ton of explosive plays. So, he's going to run fast. He'll run about 4-4-4. Four, four, four. But uh, he doesn't excite me too much. Like, I'm not taking him in the first three rounds. Blake Corn to me is somebody I'd take in the fourth. Well, he's had injury concerns. Yeah, I'd, I'd take him. Maybe I'd think about it in the fourth. He went in the fifth, maybe, but he's not special. He's he's a tough player. Do you good need runner. somebody special here? I mean, no. Devin Singletary's not special. No, you don't. Yeah, but he's got some special things, qualities. His well, make you his, miss. Yeah, he's great. Make you miss. He's good out of the backfield. He's slippery. Blake Corum is not slippery. As a matter of fact, well, he doesn't make anyone miss. He's got wonderful timing, and he can he can. When he cuts but they up. don't play a lot of outside zone. There are a lot of duo, you know, duo blocking the the guard, center guard, double team, tackle guard, double team, and then they climb up to linebackers. And so a lot of gap scheme, which is that's Damian Pierce. That's yeah. what he does. So that's what that's what I, I just don't think Blake Blake Corm is not a fit for this offense. <clears throat> and just to clear it up, Siobhan Cordero is a real person. He's okay. He played six years of college football. No one saw him ever. He played at San Jose, San Jose State. They had some good teams. weren't They're okay last year, but they weren't great. Real 6'1 quarterback out of Hawaii, 187 pounds. No, Keith, that gentleman's not getting drafted. Yeah. But thanks for checking to make sure he was real. He was Bill. real. Yeah. yeah. Siobhan Cordero sounds like, and Keith asked real questions. So I thought he was probably real, but that also felt like a name that the Mockingdales would have made up. And especially David Whitlock, DJ Ready Red or whatever. 
I mean, Chevelle Cordero. Siobhan like, Cordero. Do you think name. you could guess what Siobhan looks like? I got an idea. What's your idea? Now, remember, he played at Hawaii. Wait, you said Sh- Cordero? Siobhan Cordero. That's Sh- Keith's last name. Yes, but it's not spelled the same no, way. No, but Keith... Oh, it's not. There's an I in here, and Keith, at least on Twitter, doesn't have an I in his last so name. Is he, is he Polynesian? Yes. I'm going to say he's light from, skin. He's from Holland, Honolulu, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying he's like. Well, if he went to Hawaii, he has to be from Honolulu. Well, he doesn't have to be. What does he look no, like? No, he so if you're saying skin tone, I'm yeah. going to say yeah. like just my iced coffee. Kind of two ish. <laughs> Why didn't you just say two ish instead of your iced coffee? Well, that's the. That, he's putting the. I know. Sir, you said, what does he so, look like? I know what you're getting at. I was trying to see if you could guess by his name what you thought he looked like. Siobhan Cordero. Siobhan Cordero. Yeah. Because you hear, the sh- you hear that name, you go, you might think you have I an didn't idea. Think he was gonna be, I didn't think he was going to be Polynesian, though. Yeah. See, he's from straight out of Honolulu. But that doesn't mean he's Polynesian necessarily. I'm looking at him, though. He looks Polynesian-y? Yes. Cordero. Sounds like he might have. No, be careful now. <laughs> I don't know where you're going, but I don't think I want. Sounds like he might have. And I, oh. Sounds like he might have hey. been from Hawaii. Hey, okay. Like I don't know what you were cooking up there. I was trying to figure. But something sometimes out. we don't want you to cook. We yeah. don't want to let. Don't you let cook. him cook. No. Don't no. I don't wanna, let him. Cook. I didn't want to bring the border into play. The, it, oh no! I just did. You just did. did. The border was coming up. I didn't what? want to, but I said it anyway. I did not say that. I you, said I didn't. But you brought it into the equation. No, I just what I wanted to bring into the equation was HRP. That's where we need who we need right now. I'm glad I sent an air check already because this lead in is terrible. HRP actually should be calling me any second now. If you want to know the truth, if you're looking for the best way to get that, and and I, and, I, and I say this a lot, and it's true. Okay, you you got a good business. Okay, you're getting more and more employees. Things are going really well for you. There's a reason because you have an expertise in whatever business that you have, right? You're pretty good at it and you're doing well and your business plan is great. What's your business plan on your payroll? Because you're not really good at that. That's not what you do. Okay. You're going to have people who are not great at payroll or whatever, or you got to keep adding to your payroll department, which is costing you more, which is costing your business more than it needs to. How about your HR department as well? Why don't you just ship that out? Ship that out to our peeps over at HRP. We love them. You will love, I'm telling you, you will love them. Let them come in, evaluate your business, and tell you how much money that they can save you because they can't save you money. And then they give you options because you don't know about 401k plans. You don't know about insurance plans. You got to do all of this stuff? Really? No, you don't. You don't have to do that because HRP does it for you. But they're not in the HR, they're not in the, excuse me, they're not in the 401k business or the insurance business. They're in the payroll and HR business. And so they're going to give you options on that other stuff and you're going to benefit from it. You're looking for a great payroll company? I got it. HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. PN 97.5 and 92.5. Pump it up. Come on, Digna. It's too small for the both of us. No, it isn't. Jump on, man. I'll give you a pump.
Your morning continues on its steep trail towards greatness. And these are your Sherpas, keeping you on the straight and narrow. John and Lance, live in the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Eight fifty two ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. All right, Rockets lost last night to the Pelicans one ten to ninety nine. Jalen looked good again. Jalen is having himself a nice little month. And end of the month was great, and yet his his January was not that great. But the end of the month was he ended up averaging twenty point four points. Uh, reminding game. you of who he was early. Like I remember this guy from his rookie season. His three point at the end of the year he's phenomenal. His uh, three-point percentage, though, was just 30%, even as well as he's been shooting lately, 43% from the field. Even as he shot 55% and 41.7% last night, and he still only got to 30%. He has been a different guy these last five games. Even in the Brooklyn game where he wasn't that great, he still scored 19 uh, wasn't he? He wasn't. He wasn't really, really good. But he did shoot four from nine from uh, three point range on, in that game. So that was a, that was a real positive. He has been a real positive of late. Got to give him credit when we give him the business. Uh, when he plays bad, uh, poorly, we also got to give him the credit when he plays well. And he's been playing really, really well lately. Uh, Jabari didn't even show. Jabari was over six. Played twenty two minutes. Jabari was non existent last night. And you can't you can't have that. How how is this team going to look moving like? I don't know. I honestly don't know what to expect from Cam Whitmore's playing so well right now. Honestly, He's playing don't, well too. I don't know what to expect yeah. from the Rockets at trade deadline. If I, I don't think Jalen Green is a long term Rocket, so everything I talk about and think about is coded with the understanding that they're not going to pay both Shingun and Jalen. I just don't see that happening. And Dylan Brooks, twenty million, like Van Vliet, they could pick up a third year option on him. I just, I don't see. I just, I don't see. Jalen making that kind of money when you can plug Cam Whitmore in for him, and are you losing anything? Like, well, that's the difference. You can't replace Shingun, but you can replace Jalen. Yeah, and yeah. Shingun's better than Jalen anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, Shingun oh, is pretty rare. Overall. Like, there's only a few big guys who do this, and well, they're, but they're some of the best. In it the was league. funny the other day, though. It uh, Jalen had three games back to back to back games with ten rebounds, and he'd never done that, and yeah. he wasn't even close to that. Maybe he is getting more comfortable in a disciplined. Well, Emay said we sat down, we looked at him, we we looked at the film and said, Jalen, look at you standing there. You've got no energy. You got you're not. There's no effort there. And as soon as he, are you telling me that Emay coached him? Yeah, exactly. That they watched tape. He coached and Jalen listened and listened and, and performed and, and performed at a higher level. Yes. What is this coaching you speak of? <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's true. He may said we sat down with him, and and then all of a sudden it's like, oh wow! Tape study. You you show someone what's happening, yeah, and they respond, and they responded. Oh, the oldest trick in the book: <laughs> coaching and watching film and being coachable. Exactly. What do you, and then you get better. What do you know? That's great. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't read that. Yeah. Mobile. They don't care about. They hate the Rockets in Mobile. What? what? Who hates? For them? some reason, Mobile, Alabama hates the Rockets. I mean, just what? Not one person said a nice thing about the Rockets while I was there. I never heard somebody say, "Hey, are they, you from? You're from Houston? What about the Rockets?" Nobody said that, which I interpret as very passive aggressive hatred toward the Rockets. And uh, I just noticed there was no love for the Rockets except for Luke McCaffrey. Luke? I t- well, so I've got an interview with Luke McCaffrey. I'll do it. I can play it over my phone like this if you want. Or I can. Or you can just send it. Like Rice says, Luke McCaffrey was out there. Uh, he can't hear you. Of course and I talk. Oh, 
you know, you could just send it to me so it can be a real radio show instead of playing it through your phone. Yeah, but I could put it on speaker. No, just send it. Okay. So I saw Mike Bloomgren. I introduced myself to Mike Bloomgren, talked for a little bit, head coach at Rice. And he and right at the end of practice, he goes, hey, I'll come back to you. i got to go see Luke. And I was like, no, go do that, coach. I mean, he's there to support his player, Luke McCaffrey. And so I went off to go talk to some other players or whatever, and so I didn't end up seeing Mike Bloomgren. He called me at night, like 9.30. I was in bed already. Hey, I just want to tell you, I'm really sorry. I flew back to Houston. I realized I hadn't spoken with you. I'd love for you to come out to spring practice. You and the Granado guy whose son, I know John slandered us pretty hard, and I'm like, but he did say the other stuff. He said, come on out to spring practice, yada, yada. But um, I talked to Luke, and Luke was, and I asked him about, you know, do you ever, we talked about Rice and making the position switch to wide receiver. And I asked him, are you a sports fan, all sports? He goes, oh, yeah. I said, do you keep up with Astros, Rackets? He goes, oh, yeah. He said, I go out to a few uh, Texans, I go out to a few Astros games every year. It's really fun when they're winning. Like, when they're winning, son. When they're winning, they're always winning. What are you talking about? Yeah. You you haven't been here when they're not winning. Did you get well, here? He went to home games. Did you get here in two? Th- oh, it's a home games, which is Dude. that's not something that's they do, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> when they're winning, actually, I I got to go. I apologize. I was not familiar with your game, <laughs> uh, Luke McCaffrey. I, you're right. Uh, yeah. They don't win often at home. They don't do that. Uh, let's get, uh, we, before we hit the uh, top of the hour here, let's get J- Daniel in here quickly. He wants to talk about Jalen. Hey, Daniel. Hey, how you doing, man? How you doing? Doing good. Good. Uh, I, just had, I just want to, I heard y'all talking about Jalen Green. Before I started listening to you all, show, I was listening to Black Radio, and he's the big topic of discussion on, on Black Radio. Is, is he's getting ready to be a daddy. And his baby's mama is one of the used to be a star on basketball wise. And she's thirty nine years old and he's supposed to is twenty one and she has a twenty one year old son. So maybe he's playing that group because he's gonna need that big contract to pay that, that child support. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I want you to come on and give us any time that you hear something that you think black radio has said that we need to know, please call in and tell us. Because you know what? I saw I saw this very thing you're talking about. Dell and I were talking the, about this the woman yesterday. Is, the woman the is good looking. Yeah, and I didn't realize, yeah, I didn't realize that it was that big an age gap, though. I didn't know her she name was, is Drea Michelle. She's, yeah. a, she's a legend for she's certain famous. reasons. Like, how do I know her? I know Drea Michelle, though. How do I know her? She's a beautiful woman who has turned her, her <laughs> beautiful, her being beautiful into her career. Um, that's the best way. Has she done anything? She's an influ. She's she's been. You mentioned basketball wife. She's been on t- t- reality TV. Uh, she's been with yeah. famous men, rich famous men before, and now she has secured another one. And apparently, she she's pregnant. And the question came up not on Black Radio, it was a Black Podcast. Joe Budden, um, former rapper, now podcaster, media controversial. Media, Joe Budden, media guy, says, always starting stuff. Says, is this was this is this predatory? She's 39 years old. She finds a young man. Did she he say that to her face? No, he's, he didn't oh. say it to her. He, he, with his panel of, of hosts, yeah, he asked the good. question. What's she got to do? Is, 30, I mean, what's she is, she or being, is she just famous? Hold on, 39 to 21. Is John. that a predatory to, act? Now, would we say that for a guy, an, eight, a guy, an oh, 18-year-old the, age difference? Well, they have Leonardo a, DiCaprio is just, well, that's they, just well, his thing. Well, they have a woman on the on the podcast named melissa ford former video vixen so they asked her the question she kind of avoided it melissa they, ford is good and too. they got after her for not being real is it predatory because we know if it was a man 
locking down a 21-year-old woman. We call it, hey, stay away from my daughter, that type of stuff. Actually, well, actually no, they Leonardo would. DiCaprio does it. No, 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 no but he, actually, for, Leonardo DiCaprio took some crap back he, in the he, day. And he's, and well, he still does jokes about it, but it's not like we think he's, he's, he's too creepy to watch anymore in yeah, movies. Yeah, that's, that's true. Daniel, so they, what did they, so their their thought is, or your thought is, that maybe he's just playing well because he's got to start getting tough. the bag up? I mean, he doesn't have, oh, the child support coming yeah, for the next yeah. 18 years. Yeah, oh, yeah. I get it. Well, not only yeah, that, but she, he's got to take care of her kid, too. Yeah, because she has she has a son that's twenty one years old. Hey, we're not paying for bring. we're not paying for a kid who's well, who's, not who's in her. my class. He's not he's not who's paying in my for social him. studies class. I'm not paying for him. Yeah, well, the question is, she turned she's turned the baby into a into a, a lifestyle. Allegedly, that's what some people think. That hey, she found Jalen Green. She's older. She's worldly. She found the young man and said, you know what? I got something here. I got my hooks in. And now, he's and what gonna, does the lifestyle mean? What do you mean by? Well, that? if he's got to pay for a baby for eighteen years, she's funded for the Why next eighteen years. Why don't they just do the easy right. thing and get married before the baby oh, comes? Oh, here's something new, like a <laughs> well, baby mama. Funny. Wow! No, that's not the question. The question isn't about whether an athlete will have a baby mama. The thought is, she's thirty nine years old, and she found a twenty one year old man she could allegedly entrap. And now that they have a kid well, together, what if she's love? Lo- he's what if they're in. on the well, verge of getting well, married? Yeah. When you exactly. look like her, and she doesn't look thirty nine. Well, the way. she is though. It's yeah, not, she is. It's no. not a question of what she looks like. It's her. She her experience. She understands the game, and maybe Jalen Green doesn't understand the game. And now he now he got trapped. Oh, he'd be the first NBA player that didn't understand the game and got. Uh, Listen, I, this is not a question of whether it's happened before. Listen, I just am glad he improved from Josh Christopher. Okay. Okay. He really. That's it. Get to a break. It's nine oh one. We're not going to keep doing. We're not going to keep bringing up Josh Christopher. That's not. I bet you Black Radio had a field day with that <laughs> one. The, I mean, I know what we did. Okay. I think, I think so, she's a major Del upgrade so over Josh about Christopher. It. Snotty. How was I snotty? Yeah. You're like, ooh, I can't believe he was doing this. I, I, why do I now sound like Dre and Michelle? I don't know. Why do- <laughs> what do you want me to talk about, John? You just uh, QC Kinetics. Okay, good. QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the injury stoppers. If you are the pain stoppers, how about that? There's a lot of people who have been – I've seen some really bad documentaries and shows about people who have been hooked on pain medicine, and it's people who have real injuries, and it starts with really, really bad pain, and it, it heads down the wrong direction. I have seen people whose lifestyles have just plummeted because, uh, you know, issues with the hip or the knee take them out of any mobility and doing, you know, the fun, active lifestyle that they want. And so now it's just not going to be, you know, you're gonna, they're going to live a life where they just are, are limited in, in terms of what they're able to do. They're just never going to have a fun life anymore. I've got news. You don't have to get shots. You don't have to take pain pills. You don't have to have surgery. How about you use the body's healing power? You supercharge it. You put it back in the joint. That's what QC Kinetics does. It's called regenerative medicine, and it's regenerative and restorative. They can restore uh, lost tissue and regenerate or restore damaged tissue, regenerate lost tissue in the joint, and it reduces inflammation. The pain subsides. You get better mobility back, and it changes your entire life. This is happening it's been incredibly successful. Athletes have been doing this for a long time. This is the best way to attack it as opposed to the old ways of attacking it. It's QC Kinetics. Four locations here in the Houston area. Don't wait around on that pain anymore. Attack it with QCKinetics.com. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. How much weight do you think I could bench press? Just make a guess. Ballpark figure. <laughs> 